Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is Today I Watched 2018 Week 37. This is going to be a hefty episode because I have a lot to talk about. I've neglected recording any other any episodes this week. I'm way behind on posting previ- the previous two weeks of episodes. They are recorded. Um, so if you're hearing this, then I have posted those, but it, uh, you may know that they've taken a while to get put up. But anyway, so, uh, there is going to be a, a part like seven of last week talking about all the movies I saw on Thursday. Um, I was going to talk about main event also, but I realized as I was watching, I was like, oh yeah, I talked about this on the the Raw episode because I was there for it. Um, but I saw three movies <clears throat> last week. I'm going to talk real quick about those. And then all of this week's stuff. I mean, we've got the Mae Young Classics, so that makes the this week even more jam-packed. And then, of course, we're going right into Hell in a Cell. So I have to talk about my predictions for that. I realized that this happens to be the only week, the only episode of Raw this month that I won't, that I won't see in person. Which is kind of neat because I'm I'm going to um, all of this next week's shows. So Hell in a Cell, um, Raw, and SmackDown, and then the weeks uh, the shows the the next weekend as well, um, which is not the weekend but Raw and SmackDown in Denver, um, and then we're into October, and October is going to be relatively very very boring compared to all of my troubles this these last two months. So we'll see if I can handle that or um, if I end up just jumping in the car and driving somewhere. But anyway, let's first talk about these three films that I saw. In the order I saw them, first I saw Searching. This is uh, directed by Anish Chiganti, um, and it stars John Cho, Deborah Messing, Joseph Lee, and um, a bunch of other people. But uh, if you haven't seen it, go check out the trailer. It does a pretty good job of giving you the rundown of what it's all about without really spoiling that much because the whole premise of it unfolds within the first couple of minutes. Um, so uh, here's the IMDb description. After his 16-year-old daughter goes missing, a desperate father, that's John Cho, uh breaks into her laptop to look for clues to find her. So the film is uh, shown, it is exclusively what is seen on a laptop screen or a computer screen. Um, it's not always necessarily the same screen. Ooh. A little distraction here. Michael Mando, who is awesome, is on Better Call Saul. He's uh, in Spider-Man Far From Home as uh, Scorpion. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Um, Anyway. Searching is is really good. I I was expecting it to be pretty good, but it ended up being really good. Um, I don't want to overhype it or anything, but it's definitely worth checking out if you like um, mysteries. 
thrillers. I guess it's uh yeah, drama mystery thriller. I got three of the two of the three. Um yeah, you got you got to check this out. This this movie out of the 3 I recommend the most. Um but the the other two I I enjoyed as well. Um let's let's move on talking about Peppermint. This is an action drama thriller. I'm here on IMDb. I'm just <laughs> reading the information you can just by looking up the thing. Anyways, uh directed by Pierre Morel and it stars Jennifer Garner, John Gallagher Jr., John Gallagher or Gallagher, Gallagher, John Ortiz. Um, <clears throat> let's see, what else has he been in? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it looks very different. Well, most people look different when they have, when they don't usually have a, a, a cop mustache, and then they have one. Anyhow, um, yeah, the, I I enjoy this movie. You get a pretty, if you check out the trailer, know what you're getting into, and you'll know what you're getting. You'll know what you're getting into. Um, I'm getting distracted by other ads again, which is um, not not a fun one. That was the joke. Oh, I I don't want to be spoiled on Gotham because I haven't have watched like the first episode. Um. I want to watch all of it. Oh, DC Universe launched today, as I'm recording this, on the 14th. And there's not a whole... There is a lot of stuff on there, but there's eventually going to be everything on there. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Although a lot of the stuff I have on Blu-ray anyway, as far as um, movies and TV goes. But some older stuff, I don't have the original Wonder Woman original flash i think i do have the original flash um but i don't have it on my phone i can't just watch it anywhere i'd have to have that whole dvd set with me um i'm, I'm looking forward to it because uh if you signed up in time for it well you can still sign up for a whole year but if you pre-signed up if you pre-order your subscription then you get an extra. You it would have gotten an extra three months on top of the year, um, so that's seventy five dollars for fifteen months. Pretty good deal. Even just for twelve months, that's a pretty good deal. Um, no Arrow or the New Flash or any of the CW shows yet, and also none of the brand new shows that are exclusively on there. Um, no, those have started yet, which is not. Not surprising. I'm sure it'll be at least a, a, a couple of weeks before. I hope it's soon, though. I really hope that it's soon. That we either get Titans or um, I think Doom Patrol is a, a series, not just a movie. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked again. Um, Peppermint was all right. Um, this is kind of this is a spoiler. Um, in a way, there was an article that says that was like how Peppermint set things up for a sequel. And if you actually see the movie, like you can see how pointless that article is. It's like by how they set it up for a sequel by ending it the way that they did. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I don't know what the whole. It seems like they're 
figuring out some mystery, like, oh, all these all these little hints and clues that they had that this could go on into a sequel. No, it's really obvious that it's going to be... It, it's, almost, it's about as obvious as, like... Um, like, if at the end of the... Oh, what am I thinking? I don't want to... Just check it out. It's all right. Um, there's some cool action stuff. Jennifer Garner is um, fun to watch as a badass. Just killing all these people. She doesn't kill good people. She only kills bad people. Um, like, yeah, I don't think she even... Not even accidentally. She's very precise um but yeah like taking uh, okay here's the description it says five years after her husband and daughter are killed in a senseless act of violence a woman comes back from self-imposed exile to seek revenge against those responsible and the system that let them go free um so she's not really a self-imposed exile well i guess so she is she runs away from being arrested think was she arrested oh she was gonna be taken to like a mental hospital and she escaped so i guess it is self-imposed but she would have been exiled from society in a way anyway anyhow the one problem the biggest problem i had with this okay this is getting into some spoilers real spoilers is that uh the lawyer for the cro- the 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 cartel or the gang or whatever they are um it comes and offers her money to not pursue this this uh this case because she she correctly identifies all three guys who are in the car who shot and killed her family and her she got shot as well she's so she's been in a coma for like three three months and she comes out of it and then she's able to identify the guys because her memory was stirred up anyway um she goes back home and is like packing up all of her things because she's being um not not deported she's um What's the... Not evacuated. She's uh, evicted. Evicted. And um, this lawyer just comes into her house. Like, come on, lock your door. And then after he leaves, she doesn't lock the door either. Like, after all she's been through, he's like, go lock the door. Anyway, he offers her a huge envelope of, of money. And she won't take it. It seems like it would be a lot... A whole lot easier to just kill her. So, so I don't know what the this the logic of these guys. Like, hey, you don't really have to defend your clients if the person who's putting them on trial is no longer there. I'm not saying it's for for the movie's purposes that these gang members are like dumb, kind of. <clears throat> Oh, and there's like, oh, oh yeah, there are a lot. Of, oh, yeah, I hate this movie. Now I think of it, I hate this movie. But there's some cool parts of it, and there's a big mural of her with, 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 um, 
angel wings made out of guns, which is a different thing than what's on the poster. The poster has angel wings made out of bullets with actual her on it, which I get it does make a little bit more sense to, so I can see who's in the movie because the the mural in the movie doesn't necessarily look like her. Anyway, I doubt that this is going to get the sequels that it has uh, it yearns for but um, I'm saying the movie itself does like but uh, we'll see I it, I haven't heard that it's done very well um, but a movie that has done incredibly well I, I'm not sure it, it's I think it might be oh it's number one popularity holy crap What's it beating right now? No, come on. Oh, okay, where's the... How do I look at... Okay, let's see. Top rated... No, not top rated. It's not going to be that. Shawshank Redemption is number one, of course. Um, no. What are we doing here? I'm trying to see what the most popular. I guess that's this list. Okay, The Nun is number one. The Predator is number two. Infinity War is still in the top ten. Ocean's Eight, that just came out on Blu-ray. That makes sense. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, Holden Strong at number seven. Uh, Black Klansman, number eight. Deadpool 2 is number nine. Wow. Um, but it was at number three. It dropped a lot. I don't know. It... it in what time frames that is. Is this by day? It's got to be by day, I think. <clears throat> Tag is number 19. Wow. Searching number 12. Definitely deserved. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is coming out on Blu-ray shortly. If it hasn't already, I think it comes out next week. Um, but I want to see The Predator. I've been looking forward to that. Um, anything else on here I'm not super excited about oh the one movie that came out this weekend uh, A Simple Favor I really want to see that yeah it's, it's sitting at number 6 popularity anyhow let's talk about The Nun it is uh, the earliest in the chron chronological order of the Conjuring franchise the Conjuring universe, I suppose. And uh, it's pretty much about the nun that appears in Conjuring 2. And I think in the second Annabelle movie... I, I don't think I've actually seen the second Annabelle movie. Annabelle Origins, I think it's called. Anyway, this is directed by Corin Hardy, and it stars uh, Demian Bashir... Tysa Formiga and Jonas Bloquette and some other people of course um, I, I, I liked it I liked how it built on what I can I, I mean it's been a while since I've seen any of the other movies anyway um, after this I did watch I kind of watched I had it on the background the first Conjuring film and the stuff that ties into that film 
was pretty cool um, that they're uh, tying more and more things together. And uh, I'll just read the, the description. I would, I would recommend this. If you like the other Conjuring films, then, uh, you know, why not check this out? I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't say it's the best of them. I'd still like the first one the most. Um, uh, the Conjuring, simply The Conjuring. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty pretty enjoyable. Um, a priest with a haunted past and a novice on the sh- threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to d- investigate the death of a young nun in Romania and confront a malevolent force in the form of a demean- de- de- demeaning... <laughs> demeaning demonic nun um <clears throat> yeah there's some, oh i also i saw it in imax so maybe that also helped that probably helped a lot actually because it seems like a big complaint is that it's very dark um and like on the maximum brightness on normal screens and i didn't even think about that at all I thought it was great. Um, And I think that must have been because it was on IMAX. So if you can't see it in IMAX, well, it's it's already out of theaters in IMAX, I think, now. um, Because it's got to be the next big movies um, taking over the IMAX screens. Predator has got to be on IMAX screens, I think. Um... But I, I, I recommend it. I'm going to get it on Blu-ray. I, I, and I definitely need to see the second Annabelle film. Um, the first one was, was pretty good, too. Um, but anyway. Oh, my gosh. Okay, before we talk about... Because this is stuff is on USA Network. Um, Molly just messaged me in response to... Um, I finally finished watching season three of Mr. Robot. And... Yeah, the, the season three as a whole is pretty good, but the finale is awesome. And there are a couple of scenes that are just fantastic. And Bobby Cannavale is, like, the best thing that could have been added to the show. And I didn't even realize it was him. Like, I thought it was him. But he's, like, so different from everything else I've seen him in. And maybe I'm not saying he's different from everything else that he's been in. It's everything else that I've seen him in. Um... So just this kind of just a sleazy but he's a thug and he's like smart but has this, this charisma to him and he's like it's I, it's great it's great he's by far my favorite thing about the season but yeah I finally watched the season season three and uh finished watching season three the finale is fantastic go check it out if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch all three seasons on there. Um, and I guess there's only going to be one more season. So I'm both sad and very happy about that, that it's going to it's gonna be going out with a bang, I'm sure. Also, Better Call Saul, you can watch this week's episode, but it's been fantastic as always. Okay. So now we're still 20 minutes in this episode. Let's talk some oh let's pull up the actual page let's talk some wwe so uh we have raw it's been it, it's official 
I was really excited when I saw Renee come out with, uh, along with Michael Cole and Corey Graves last week. I don't think she had her own music to come out to. She may have. I can't remember. But uh, as official, she is full-time. She is, she is a commentator for Monday Night Raw, and that's awesome. Um, I really enjoy her... <laughs> Her reactions to stuff are great because it's so different from any, anybody else's reactions. Um, a lot of the the mainstays people were used to say a lot of the same kind of stuff. Um, but I can't remember specific examples. Um, oh, yeah. We had one where AOP was about to destroy a couple of guys and she was like, do I have to watch this? I don't want to watch this. These poor guys. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Even though the next two weeks, I'm not going to hear her commentary because I'll be there in person. But uh, I'll I'll go, I'll go back and watch. Maybe, probably not. It's raw. It's it's three hours. <clears throat> I only watched three hours of it again. Unless it's really good stuff, I'll watch the main events again. Um, actually, I probably will watch all of the Denver show because there's a good chance it'll be visible on camera a lot of the time I have an idea for some signs so be be on the lookout <clears throat> anyway uh, Dolph Drew and Braun so we told you so all of that and then they got attacked by the shield they were using axe handles no actual axe heads on those handles but uh, still can be pretty painful um Here's an idea. Somebody out there, maybe me, uh, add in axe heads to those handles and then like all the blood spurting and stuff when people get hit with them. Maybe. Maybe. I think you can do that with kendo sticks too. Turn them into lightsabers. Do not handle them any way <laughs> that looks like lightsabers at all. Uh, and we had uh, Nikki... Bella versus Ruby Riot and Nikki won via <sighs> rack attack. Um, this is not this is probably the worst match of the week. So next we had AOP hype. They, like I was just talking about, they destroyed these poor guys. Triple H came out and said, "I'll put you down, Undertaker, because you're not the big dog anymore. Take you to the vets." <clears throat> He did not say any of that. He said, I'll put you down. Uh, Raw tagged. Like, the only thing about these, like, oh, they're so passionate and all that. But it's like, it's like five minutes of them just come, basically saying, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. You're scared. That's why you say I'm going to beat him. Undertaker's going to be on next week, so we'll see uh, what other variation of you're scared, I'm going to beat you, we'll have. Anyway, the new Rock Tag Team Champions, Drew and Dolph, defended their championships in a rematch for the B Team, but uh, they cheated a bit, and so they defend the championships, <clears throat> but uh, Dolph and Seth attack... And uh, they get they they get a an earful from Baron because he told the Shield that they had to leave, and they were like, 
we're not the shield we're just dean and seth which is a very good point i i i I talked about this kind of before that they had come out not as the shield and they got beat up now it's like reverse they have to not be the shield to not get beat up but uh roman was gone for the rest of this episode even though uh, braun went looking for him and all that kind of thing it was it didn't really material did it materialize into something oh yeah he did come out <laughs> sorry that's how the whole episode ended okay kevin owens was supposed to have a match with tyler breeze but he attacks him before the match begins while he's doing his whole selfie thing and uh he says well baron begged me to come back because he knows i'm the true nvt MV- mvp most valuable talent most valuable talent is the MVT. Anyway, uh, in that he's, he's he also wants to come back so he can beat up Lashley. So that that's what's going on with that, I suppose. And his, having no accountability is now his job. He just whatever he wants. Uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, the very enthusiastic Chad Gable, defeated the Ascension um, via a uh, Northern Lights suplex, which is always awesome from Chad Gable. Then we had a whole thing with the police coming. He said, ah, it's complicated that we have to let them go. We can't get them arrested. And uh, I guess it was Dean's uncle or something as the sheriff there in New Orleans. Yeah, this whole, these two episodes, or this episode, both the episodes, took place in New Orleans. This and SmackDown. So they get to stay... And, um, in fact, they get a tag team championship match on Sunday. So, Team Double D versus The Shed, Seth and and, and Dean, just two-thirds of the shield. They have a title match while Roman has to defend his title. So, it's these three sets of three against each other. Kind of interesting. Then we had Mickey and Alexa versus Natalia and Ronda. Ronda won the match via the armbar to Mickey James. Um, yeah, that happened. Uh, Elias is interrupted by Mick Foley, and he has announced that he will be the special guest referee for the Universal Championship match. And one time only, he gets to make a match tonight, so he makes Finn versus Elias, and Finn wins that match. And we had Leo Rush being the hype man for Bobby Lashley. We'll see how long that lasts. How, how long that lasts, please. That was dumb. Sorry for that poor, poor joke. <clears throat> and then uh, the, the whole thing at the end with Strowman looking for Roman. And they brawl. And then Roman uh, hits a Simone drop. And Simone drops... Uh, Strowman off the announcer's table um, through the stage. So these guys are going to kill each other in that cell or they're going to accidentally kill Mick Foley. Hopefully nobody actually dies. So that brings us to Smackdown Live episode 995. I don't know what episode number that Raw was. I think it was 1319 or something. SmackDown Live 995. Uh, Jeff Hardy says, enjoy the show, everybody. We had Jeff Hardy versus Nakamura. Um, Jeff was doing real well, but then he was racked by Randy. And so the match ends via disqualification. 
Uh, we had Charlotte Wynn versus Sonia Deville. Uh, she got the figure eight after a a squeeze. What? She got an ouch. What? What did I write there? After skin smirskadoosh ouch. Slams. Mara. Mark. I don't know. She slammed some. I'm not going to try to read that anymore. Um, she's celebrating with some fans at ringside. Um, got the barriers, but then she was attacked by one of the fans, this librarian Lynch, uh, wearing a, 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 a black wig. And glasses. She blended right in. Uh, we got some story, a story time with Joe. I'm telling a story about AJ Styles. Um, earlier we had AJ talking about Joe. So he didn't get, have an actual match. I thought that we didn't have an AJ match. Because he was going to have this first match of the uh, Mixed Match Challenge on this night. And I thought it was strange that Charlotte had a match when she was going to be in this first episode. But it turns out it starts next week. So that was a, a I would add it, it, it worked out though. Cause I had other stuff to do, um, that I was able to do before stores closed and stuff. But, um, it was a little bit, a little bit let down that it wasn't on there yet. It hasn't started yet. I swore it was going to start this week. Anyway, uh, we had a great Kramer Kingsman segment. I like these a lot. <laughs> It was Kofi Kingston being a, a like an 80s style, maybe 70s style inter, uh, backstage interviewer. And we had the Bar versus Rusev Day. Rusev Day won and will be facing the New Day for the Tag Team Championships at Helena Cell. Oh, wait, so we have only two Cell matches, I believe. I think it's only Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton and and that's not for a championship or anything and then we have so we don't have a US championship match and we don't have an intercontinental championship match I don't think, we'll talk about that in a minute when I look at the actual card that's been announced so well, we definitely don't have an intercontinental championship match because the intercontinental champion is in the tag team match For the Raw Tag Team Championships. Anyway, the Rusev Day. They won because Aiden sacrificed himself. He he absorbed a broke kick from Sheamus that was uh, that was headed right for Rusev. And then Rusev was able to uh, get the pin. So it was a, a valiant act of friendship and camaraderie from, from Aiden. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them both. Both teams. Either team wins. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. I was a little bit bummed that the bar lost, but I was also pretty happy that Rusev Day won, so it balances out. And Carmella accompanied R-Truth to the ring so that he could fight Andrade Cien Almas. Almas won via roll-up. Um, backstage, uh, pretty fun Asuka and Naomi segment. She said that the Iconics are mean. I don't understand their accents. 
Um, then the main event, Brie Bella versus Maurice. But Maurice is a coward. She doesn't even fight. And then then uh, the Miz says this match is over. They're, they're going to get out of there. But then they the fight ensues anyway. And Dana Bryan goes wild on the Miz. Because the Miz pulls Brie out. <clears throat> Brie out of the ring. Um, causing a disqualification. And Dana Bryan is just like, how dare you touch my wife? So, uh, yeah, it, it got pretty interesting. It got pretty interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to that match, mostly for Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Um, but the ladies could, could have some, some interesting stuff going on. All right, uh, 205 Live. I got to get, just fire through this. There's three more shows, four more shows to talk about. Okay, 205 Live, we had uh, uh, Buddy Murphy defeat Grand Metallic. We had Mustafa Ali versus a local fella. Um, the Hideo Tommy made himself known before the match and watched the entire time from ringside. Um, he said, I missed you, Mustafa Ali. Um, and then the main event, we had uh, Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher versus the team of Cedric Alexander and Akira Tozawa. Was one via Gulak to Tuzawa. Um, and then next week, Drake Maverick was so impressed that next week we'll see Gulak challenge Cedric for the championship again. And we're going to have at the Super Showdown in like three, four weeks, um, Buddy Murphy will challenge for that title. So will he be challenging um, Cedric Alexander or Drew Gulak for it? Yes, we'll see. Um, oh, I totally missed that part. No, I didn't. I didn't talk about it. I've talked about it twice already. So let's move on. NXT episode 468. Uh, the return of Lorcan and Birch. They won in a match against Adrian Menzies and Cesar Benoni. Um, yeah, I don't know if that was Adrian's last name or if Adrian is even his first name. Uh, but Birch got the win there. That's pretty exciting. Uh, Champa has new music. Um, I enjoyed his high voice mocking the NXT universe. I know who did it. That <laughs> wasn't the voice. But it was, it, was, it was as equally different from his <laughs> regular voice. Uh, I said, no, it, doesn't ma- it doesn't even matter because the result would have been the same. I win. If you want to be a winner, follow the lead of Tomato Champ. Oh, I was just thinking that, and then literally five minutes later, um, we have this segment with Heavy Machinery, and Dozovich calls him Tomato Champ, and and Tommaso does not like that at all. He overhears them, he's walking past. So, um, Dozy challenges Champa. He, 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 he wants to fight him. He's like, I'm coming. Let's get it on. Uh, Regal is also out there. He wants to see Tomato in his, in his office. Ooh, he's in trouble. Um, before that, before that happened, between those two segments, we had Vi- Violet Payne make her, uh, I believe this is her debut, unfortunately it was against Shayna Baszler and, and Shayna destroyed her 
and the continue to destroy her. And it was like, <laughs> I was yelling at the screen, and the commentators were yelling, like, just just tap out. End this. You're going to get hurt. Because um, she was hanging in there through all these submission moves. It's like, yeah, you're just you're just asking, asking you never in the wrestling ring again. You're going to have your arms torn off. Both arms just torn off. Um, she finally did t- tap out, and I guess that maybe was the point that even if she did tap out, that Shane was not going to stop. She just continued to give it to her. <clears throat> the pain. I mean, she was asked. She it, it's her it's her name. It's like you, you've got to give pain to somebody named that, right? Or expect to get some from her. Get some pain from her. Anyway. Uh, we had a great Undisputed Era segment, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. The, the standout from that was Kyle saying, I'm too, I'm so famous, or I'm too famous to get groceries. I'd probably, I'd probably air guitar at him if I saw him at the grocery store. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because I probably wouldn't notice. Because I'm very unobservant in the real world. I'm barely observant enough when watching a TV show with my full attention. Uh, we had Lars Sullivan versus Raul Mendoza, and Sullivan won via freak accident. Uh, Cassius Ono, who I abbreviated as KO, and was confused for just a second there. Um, turns out he doesn't need to be talked to. He's annoyed by that. He's like, what do you mean? You don't need to talk to me about this Alistair Black business. He's like, well, Kyrie just gave me information that it's your alibi, so you're fine. You're like this whole thing. He's he's getting annoyed with everything. So I can see him. He's probably the attacker. It's like every nobody expects him. Nobody, nobody even. Not only do they not suspect him, but they don't can't even imagine him being capable of it. It seems. Anyway. Uh, Bronca, Bar- Bronca, <laughs> Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross. This match was a ton of fun, um, and then a double countout, and then I kept fighting. Ah, oh, this is a, this is a fun match. Might have been my favorite match of the night, just with the the, the craziness of Nikki. Um, but yeah, go. Ch- I recommend that. That's. The must-see match of this entire week, I think. Um, unless we're talking about the Mayan Classic, I recommend all of these matches. Well, mostly, I'd say the the la- this, the third and fourth matches of this night are, are must-sees. The other two, may as well check them out. Uh, we had Deanna Parazzo versus Priscilla Kelly. Parazzo won via leg sweep into a Fujiwara armbar, just her specialty. Uh, Ariel Monroe, aka the Big Swole, versus Zuxis. Zux Zuxis. Um, she's a lucha wrestler. She's got the mask, which is pretty cool. The mask, yeah, the mask is pretty cool. Uh, Zuxis won via top rope Spanish fly, and that was that was great. I recommend this match just for uh, just for the ending. Um, I don't really remember a ton from the rest of it. Then we had K- Casey Catanzaro versus Reina Gonzalez. This is 
the David versus Goliath match. I think we had one of those last week also. But this is even more so. Even bigger difference between them because there's a whole foot difference and double the weight between the two. Um, but Kanzaro won via roll-up quite unexpectedly, I thought. It was uh, pretty exciting. And then uh, Reina looked like she was going to beat, beat her up, but then lifted her up onto her shoulder like a like a brand new pet that she found in the woods. And like, look at what I found. She's able to, to beat me up. Um, <laughs> I didn't even notice this way. For, I, and people were talking about it, so I had to go back and watch it. Um, her entrance, as she climbs up the outside of of the, the ring posts, is so awesome. I watched it like ten times after uh, some, I, I read people talking about it. Um, oh. Oh, some of her moves are are awesome. I'm looking forward to see her next match. I forget who um, she's going to go, and I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to be spoiled. I know it will be spoiled. Um, I guess I could just watch the actual episode because they show the progression. But uh, she might not have an opponent for next week. Yeah, I feel like hers was one that uh, is a matchup against somebody from last week anyway and then the main event was ashley rain versus mercedes martinez okay i gave my picks of rhea ripley oh i think she's against rhea ripley next week oh rhea's gonna beat her probably um i gave my picks of rhea ripley and tony storm and i totally forgot that mercedes martinez is in the tournament again those are my top three picks. Well, uh, now I have a fourth pick, Casey. I just want to see more and more of her matches. So I, I, I don't necessarily want her to win or anything. I just want to see her do more stuff, um, which I am, I'm sure we're going to see her do all kinds of stuff in the future. <clears throat> and she just started. She's, like, brand new to wrestling. I think she started less than a year ago, and she's already doing super awesome stuff. Um, so yeah, Man Classic 2, Episode 2, solid, solid stuff. And finally, main event, Episode 311, we had Ember Moon versus Dana Brooke. And apparently, I guess I missed this. This must have happened during that match that Dana Brooke was in um, last week. Because I can... I. I I couldn't hear commentary talking about it. I couldn't hear what they were actually saying or anything. So this must have happened during that, that Dana Brooke is finished with Titus Worldwide. She's going out on her own. She's tired of being the statistician. She wants to, to actually get in the ring and beat some people up. But she wasn't able to do that tonight. Ember Moon won via the Eclipse. Um, Ember is from Dallas, so I'm really hoping that I get to see an Ember Moon match um, at Raw in Dallas this next week. Um, even if it is just on main events, because her main event matches have been awesome. This match was, was pretty good. And then we also had Zack Ryder versus Apollo Crews, who is also without Titus. So is that the end of Titus Worldwide? Titus nowhere is to be seen, or is he off researching the next, next business venture and he's going to come back with a bang or the trip and slide and uh well he's he's got to be involved in the super showdown 
doing something. But there's no, like, big battle royal or anything like that scheduled. At least not so far. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm sort of interested in seeing where, where things go with Titus Worldwide. So let's talk about the announced matches. There are only eight announced matches. Um, one, ah oh, man, SmackDown Championship on the kickoff show. That's all right. It's still going to be really good. And that probably means that New Day will win it. But uh, kickoff, we're going to have New, New, New Day versus Rusev Day. Rusev and Aiden, Aiden English. And um, I do like their ch- I think they have seen a pretty good chance. But being on the kickoff, I I, I hate to, to make predictions based on that. Because that's like entirely what my prediction is based on. Is that I don't think we've ever seen a title change on the kickoff show. But there's a first time for everything. Um, so let's talk. Uh, let's start at the bottom of this list. We have um, oh, this. This list is in really weird order. Is this the is this the the order that they were announced? Maybe. Um. Okay, I'll start at the top of the list because since this order is weird anyway, oh, I no, it's not going to be the main event. Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman is going to be the main event because it's the Hell in a Cell match. It'd be really cool if Braun Strowman won this match. Um, he's cashing in the 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 briefcase. There maybe there's going to be some funny business with that because we have the acting general manager Baron Corbin. Oh, this is the plan all. Along. There's no way this is the plan all along because he won that contract last year and failed when he cashed in. Uh, mm, uh, get steal it away that would be a little bit nuts and he would probably be killed by Braun Strowman if he did do that <clears throat> but uh, we'll get to that uh, Daniel Bryan Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice uh, the the Bryan the Bryan Bella connection the uh, team yes mode Um, they're, yeah they're going to win that They've got to win that, I think. AJ Styles, I'm rooting for AJ Styles to defeat Samoa Joe and retain the championship. I'm going to be wearing my AJ Styles shirt, as I have for every single pay-per-view, both that I've attended and watched from home since he won the championship um, again. So I'm rooting for AJ. I'll, I'll, I'll be excited if Samoa Joe wins, but I won't be as excited as I would be if, if AJ Styles continues to be champion and continues this tremendous reign. Um, he's on a roll. He's, 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 uh, he's piling up the days. He's got to beat the Brock Lesnar number, which is like 480 or something like that. Eventually he'll be... Oh, I don't know what... No, he's still behind Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is like 460 days now or something. Anyway, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Um, it doesn't, doesn't matter. I remember for Baron Corbin to win the championship somehow. And we had Ronda Rousey versus Lexa Bliss. Um, they both got their entourages now. Anything could happen. 
And we're going to get something moving forward towards uh, towards evolution here. Um, whichever one of them ends up champion. Both of them have matches that have been announced, I think. So, um, I don't know. I want I, I kind of want Alexa Bliss to win. Because uh, Ronda hasn't... Well, she hasn't even defended it yet. It would be kind of... Oh, yeah. Cha- Ronda's going to win. She can't just lose it on her first defense. She might get disqualified. Or Alexa Bliss will probably get disqualified for trying some funny business some at some point. Anyway, Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Um, I think Randy's going to win this one. He's doing some crazy stuff. He just might actually end Jeff Hardy. Or vice versa. But I, I want to see what Randy does. I, and I don't want to see what Randy does at the same time. Uh, Charlotte Flair champion versus Becky Lynch. Becky's got to win this. Becky's got to win this. And then Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. This would consolidate all of the men's championships into the Shield if they win. Which would be kind of neat. And that's assuming that Roman Reigns retains his championship there. Um, so if Roman Reigns and the Shed win, then they will have, the Shield will have all the championships. And they'll be continued to be kicked off of TV. And it'll be so weird until Kurt Angle is finally back and can bring some order to all of this mess. But who knows when that will be. So, uh, yeah, it would be cool for them to win because Dean doesn't have a championship right now. He's like the thir- the odd man out of the Shield. So I, I want to see him with some gold around his waist. So those are my predictions and my thoughts on everything from this week. Um... I watched the first couple of episodes of Norm MacDonald has a show and I think it's really funny. I know there's all all this stuff they said in interviews and stuff this last week and whatnot and um no comments on that, that that stuff. All of it could be better said um or not said at all. But as far as the show itself, I think it's so interesting because it's like the anti-show it's such a norm mcdonald show like you don't know i i i don't know what i would imagine what a norm mcdonald talk show would be like but now seeing it is like oh this totally makes sense (laughs) it is so weird never before have i seen so many questions and answers completely ignored by the hosts sometimes the guests uh, the 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 sidekick all of it there uh, there's all kinds of dangling threads that are just left there and uh never come back to and there's a certain charm about that i think also like that there's no like actual audience there's no like start to it that they they show like them being about uh, about to start and stuff like that that it has 
has like a real like cable access sort of vibe to it in that sense. It's like, uh, we're, we're rolling too early. We're not actually cutting away. We're saying that we are. They're like, oh, we're taking a break, but uh, hey, let's get ready for this. <laughs> the first episode, there was like a forklift going by. Um, it's like that. The third episode starts with a bit of a, a, an actual comedy bit. Um, I haven't watched the rest of the episode. It's uh, with Judge Judy. I'm looking forward to that. I'm probably going to watch that as soon as I finish recording this. But um, I, I recommend if you like weird comedy and you're not too upset about the recent interviews and stuff and statements, um, check it out. The first episode is with David Spade. And um, it's one of the favorite, my favorite things I've seen David Spade in. And that includes Emperor's New Groove, which is the best animated Disney film easily. There's a whole discussion about that on Facebook in the last uh, couple of days. But anyway, um, check it out. Norm MacDowell has a show on Netflix. All right, that's it for now. Let me know what you thought about everything by tweeting me at TAW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today I watched. I was just looking at the window to check on my car real quick. I'm, uh, I'm in, a, in a hotel. Oh, I gotta talk about this. That um, I just arrived to Denton, Texas, and I got dinner at In-N-Out Burger because it was the first restaurant that I saw looking down the, down the way. I was like, wait, is that an In-N-Out? I don't know there were those here. So I just enjoyed the irony of coming to Texas to eat at the uh, known as a California chain. This is only the fifth state that they're, they've opened locations in. It's pretty interesting. And, and they're all family-owned. So there's no franchises. It's all... Um, it's like what McDonald's original intention was, at least according to the founder. They didn't want to franchise because they wanted to, to maintain quality. And that's what they've done. Supposedly. I, I don't think it's... I don't think in and out is that great. But anyway, uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back with uh, my thoughts on Hell in a Cell. And going to uh, the SmackDown house show, WWE Live in Houston, the night before. So I'll talk a little bit about that if it's... Uh, I'm sure there'll be fun, interesting stuff to talk about. Um, all right, that's it. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you later here on Today I Watched. Bye.